podcast that is here with a friend. I am your host, Bear. Friend, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, and I'm your other host today, Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it feels so it feels so weird to say it again. <laughs> Why does no one call you Moon anymore? No, nobody. And I tried <laughs> to make it's like one of those things where I tried to make a nickname stay, but I couldn't make it stay. It didn't happen. <laughs> only you called me it. Yeah, only only <laughs> my California only my California friends called me Bear. No one here calls me Bear. Sad face. Sad face. Yeah. <laughs> So, Moon, how are you doing, girl? I'm doing good. I'm okay. I I'm happy to be re- recording an episode, even though we're over Skype and it kind of sucks and shitty. Yeah, it's different. S- sorry if you hear my guinea pigs in the background. By the way, they're going tweet tweet. <laughs> yeah, that, that's something today. new in your life. You have guinea pigs now. Yeah, I have two of them. One is named River, and one is named Lily. <laughs> and River. River's a psycho little bitch that wants to start a guinea pig revolution, and I'm terrified of her. Why? What does she do? She has, like, this one crazy eye that sticks out more than the other one. (laughs) And so in the middle of the night, like, especially when she's hungry, she'll stand on her bowl and stare at me with that one eye popping out. Like (laughs) Like Uncle Ruckus. She's like, where is my food, bitch? (laughs) She's got the, the Uncle Ruckus stare. Uh, I was going to quote Uncle Ruckus, but everything he says is racist, and I'm just not going to do that. I don't even know who Uncle Ruckus is. Uh, have you ever seen The Boondocks? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's the old man, uh, the old black man who says he's okay. white. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't even quote him without saying anything racist. So. Uh, before Before we get too far into our derailing conversations, as usual, mm-hmm. let me just say that... Um, uh the no no one is talking about this i don't i don't realize or i don't understand why but uh the equifax settlement is now in effect so you can all go check out the the website and see if you qualify for your 125 dollars settlement from equifax now if, if you guys don't know what happened two years ago uh there was a data breach for equifax which is one of the big three credit companies here in the united states so there was a security breach, and around 150 million Americans were impacted by this breach. So got our social security numbers taken, our credit scores, our dates of birth, name, addresses, all of that stuff. It's all it's all in the hands of, uh, of, of some hackers. So Equifax, in order to compensate you for your loss, are giving you 125 bucks. Wow. <laughs> no, so yeah, going, that's gonna... <laughs> yeah, going more into what actually happened is... So, and this is... Keep in mind, I'm saying this about from memory. I don't. I'm. It's been a while since I read about it, but basically, yeah, they had they were trying out this new program and they had some flaws and they released it anyway, knowing that it had flaws. They they figured oh they'd fix them as it went. So immediately, some hackers took advantage of the flaws and got into their security systems. And Equifax knew about it. They knew that this was happening from May to I think July of 2017. These hackers were going fucking ham, taking people's shit. And in the meantime, the the people, the powers that be over at Equifax, they were selling their stocks because they knew that as soon as word got out to the public, that their stocks would plummet. So they were selling their shit, getting, making themselves richer. And it took them a little over a month to say anything to the public. And obviously shit went downhill. They Their, their stocks plummeted and everything. And they got a shit ton of backlash because they waited so fucking long to tell anybody. So mysteriously, a little bit after that, the uh, chief um, security officer and the chief something else officer, like another bigwig. uh, I think the, um, hang on, let me read this real quick. The uh, chief information officer, they both, quote, retired. Motherfuckers. uh, Yeah. So, two <laughs> years later, we got our settlement. I think the total of settlement was around $425 million, which equals to about 125 bucks for each person. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so, yeah, I'm going to put a link in the description of this episode so that you can go and see if you, if you were impacted by this breach and if you, um, if you are eligible for your $125. Go get your free money. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean that's that's just it. It sucks. That's something shitty that happened a couple of years ago, and it feels like uh, I read this post earlier today. In fact, 
that perfectly describes our generation. It's uh, people ask us like why us millennials are so nervous, so anxious all the time and shit. It's like, well, it's because when we were around ten, we saw two thousand people die on live TV, and then things haven't really gone better since. So, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> It, starting off uh, light, huh? Yeah, there. starting off light. <laughs> no, but I mean, I was like, oh shit, like that's that's pretty true. Like my first, my, my earliest memories, yeah, fucking nine uh, eleven happened, and you know. I remember that. How old were you when that happened? I don't. I was probably in like, what year was that? Um, Two thousand one. Never forget, Moon. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. I was I was little, little. <laughs> I was really young. You're young. Yeah. I was like eight, I believe. Seven, eight years old. And how old are you now? I'm 26. Okay, so you're three years older than me, so I was five. Yeah. So I was really little, so I faintly, barely remember it, but I do remember it. Yeah. No, I remember that Um, I woke up because we, we, we were getting ready to go to school, so I woke up and I was getting dressed to go to school. I think I was in third grade. And... Mm-hmm. um. And my mom turned on the TV and she was crying because I guess my grandma called her, like, screaming, like, freaking out. So, my mom turned on the TV and, uh, yeah, uh, she turned on the TV and I saw, like, like she turned it on right as the second tower fell. Oh, my God. And I was like, holy shit. Like, at first, I didn't know what was going on. I was kind of like, oh, like, I don't, I don't know what I thought. <clears throat> but I was just kind of like, oh, right. shit, like, that just fell. Like, <laughs> it wasn't. when you're that little, you don't, like, you don't understand the seriousness or you don't understand what's going on you're like well why are my parents crying this isn't affecting us this isn't happening to our house you know it's like yeah like you think very selfishly as a kid but more than that i mean I, I was old enough to understand what was happening it's just that as soon as she turned on tv because all i know all i knew was that my mom was crying that my grandma had called her freaking out and she turned on the tv and i saw a tower fall i didn't know yeah. i didn't know that it was real you know like so <laughs> like like my mom didn't send us to school that day because obviously the next place that uh, would be attacked was Rialto. So yeah, but wait, um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? I was like, hold on, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah, um, definitely gonna come after us. Yeah, exactly. No, but uh, I mean, afterwards, like, because we were watching the news all day, so I understood perfectly what was happening. It was just kind of like at that moment, that initial moment of confusion. I can only imagine how bad it was for the people who were actually there. I was way too young, and I, I didn't understand what was going on. Five years old, you don't even know, like, you don't know shit. So I didn't know yeah. what the hell was going on. I, I just saw my nana crying, and the TV was on the whole day showing the same footage over and over again, and I didn't understand what the hell was going on. Yeah, they they say, I don't remember exactly where I read this, but they say that for most people, obviously there are exceptions to the rule, but for most people, our memories don't start to actually form until we're around six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, like before then, we remember little bits and pieces. Of like, oh, I remember yeah. like like a smell or I remember like a sight or I remember something, like little details. But we don't actually have like full memories mm-hmm. until six or seven years old for most people. That's when our brains develop enough to actually form those lasting memories. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, Moon, it's been a while since you've been on the show, and things are a little yeah. bit different now than they were when you were... Yeah, you're a political fuck now. No, I'm not really. <laughs> not really. You'd think so, but not really. I'm, I'm totally <laughs> kidding, by the way. I just like to fuck with you. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I've missed that. <laughs> but yeah, it has been a long time. Um, We should probably start out by uh, maybe talking about why I left in the first place. Oh, you ready to open that can of worms? No, because that was never really addressed. I kind of just disappeared, and then this hairy man popped up and took my place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, hey, you know, I figured that move. it wasn't my place to say anything. I was just kind of like, you know, if she ever comes back on the show, I'm sure she'll address it. Yeah, and I'm sure no- nobody even cared or noticed anyways to even ask. Well, actually, after you left, we had a drop in, in listeners. Really? Yeah, and... and uh. And slowly over time started building up listeners again. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was like a different audience at that point. Yeah. But we do still have some listeners who were there from the very <laughs> beginning. Hell yeah. Well, hello to those of you who stuck around. Here I am. <laughs> Here you are. So. But basically. <laughs> so you go ahead. You start. No, no. I mean, I was, I was just going to get into you talking. I was just going to say. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's not really. 
well, you already know this, but for whoever's whoever's listening that used to listen, there's not really like a big crazy story or anything like that. I just no. things happen sometimes, you know, and you don't expect them to. Um, the move was really was really a big impact on it. Yeah, that was one of the that was that was one of the main things. But the main reason I drifted away was just because I was burnt out. I lost my passion for it, and I stopped think I stopped being able to think of ideas. I stopped. I didn't have any motivation to want to make anything, to want to create any ideas. And I started drifting away from that, especially after you moved. Mm-hmm. After it wasn't in person anymore, it didn't seem fun. It didn't seem like the same old show. It didn't seem like um, what we had created together. It was different seeing you over Skype rather than, you know, recording recording in person and then playing video games for like five hours after like yeah hanging out and talking and talking shit like it was way different um so there was that there was a lot of like small factors that you know factored into it um uh also just i was going through a lot of things in my personal life um trying to figure things out trying to grow and doing different things I just didn't feel like I had time for it anymore. Yeah, it, it's fine. Yeah, I remember that time it became like our relationship, just our personal relationship became pretty tumultuous. Uh, we, yeah. We started arguing a lot just because I I was frustrated. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's really the gist of it. I was, I was just frustrated and <coughs> it, it became difficult. So we kept talking. I remember I kept telling, hey, man, if, if this isn't, your thing anymore just tell me and then eventually when you finally did i i felt bad because i knew that things were going to be different but at the same time i was kind of like okay so now this 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 uh i know that what needs to happen now you know and that's when i started turning it different i didn't want to leave like i didn't i didn't want to say yeah hey i'm over this or uh, I think it'd be better if we didn't do it. Like, I didn't want to do that. Nobody wants to have any kind of breakup. You know, that's what it felt like. Yeah. It felt like a breakup. I was breaking up with the podcast. Something that something that we created together. Something I was extremely proud of. Something that we got a little bit of recognition from. Just even if it was a small group of people. Mm-hmm. I felt so proud of this thing. And it let me be creative. It let me talk. And Lord knows I love to fucking talk. <laughs> and it was something that I loved. And... Just because I got burnt out and got over it doesn't mean that I didn't, I don't love it anymore. You know, I miss it every single day. I miss it. I sometimes will think of an idea and be like, oh man, I wish I could record that with Bear or fuck. Like I I miss going over to his house and having guests and I miss everything about it. But it just was better off this way because of the distance, because of the time difference, because we're at two different points in our lives because there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it was better this way. And our relationship, I think, has gotten, has back, it's repaired itself. It's gotten back to what it used to be. Yeah. Ever since we stopped. Yeah. It, because, yeah, like I said, we, we were, we were hurting each other because it wasn't mm-hmm. like, with, with all the, with all the shit that was going on, uh, we were both stressed the fuck out. And I'm sure that I got annoying asking you constantly, hey, Moon. You ready? You ready? You ready? Asking you to record and shit and, and asking you if you thought of anything and, you know, just constantly up up your ass about this stuff. I know that I got annoying. And um, and after that, like after we just when we talk, it's just like we just fuck around and we're just friends and that's it. And that's. It's yeah, <laughs> it, it's kind of it's I believe that it's not always the best idea to mix friendship and, and business or relationships and business or whatever, you know, I don't think it's always, sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. A lot of the time I've seen it doesn't. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we were doing fine. It's just that mm-hmm. like the, the weeks leading up to the move. And then finally after the move, it had already changed because yeah. I don't know. Like, like I know that I was sad that I was leaving and that, I mean, I was still, I'm obviously we've been doing this uh, for a year now over a year now mm-hmm. uh about a year and a half actually now this podcast has been going on and um if i wasn't passionate about it i wouldn't still be doing it yeah but yeah at that point in my life i was tired i was burnt out and i thought that uh taking a break for a few weeks 
would kind of like lift my spirits and get me back on track to where I was supposed to be. But no, that, that wasn't the issue. The issue was that it was a big change to our dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that we weren't going to be able to get back through Skype. I mean, going forward, it's it was going to be different, you know? So, you know, yep, it is what it is. I miss it every single fucking day, though. Hey, if you want to record again, just let me know. Like I said, things are different now. Like th- this show is is different than it was at its inception. Yeah. But you know that I've always wanted to do like multiple like like different things. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. Only reason I haven't is because it's a lot of work and I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I got shit to do. Exactly. But hey, if you if you ever have an idea or something, just let me know. Hell I'm more yeah. More than happy to have you back. And I'm I'm if anybody ever wants me back or has any ideas for me let me know too because shit i'll come back and record when i can obviously when our schedules work out when the time difference works out yeah and you know we've talked about it a little bit and we nothing is set in stone yet but we have talked about uh, a couple of different episode ideas for you to come Mm -hmm. back to and and do so look forward to that in the future hell yeah bb (laughs) i hate you anyway i hate you So, so that's that. Uh-huh. That is, yeah, that's that. We we've addressed it. Moving forward, um, so we have this little segment on our show now. That's uh okay. It's uh, what's on your mind? That's literally all it is. What's on your mind? What's been on your mind this week? What are you thinking about? Oh my god! Wait, yeah. <laughs> I'm like hold on. That's literally that all it is. That threw me uh <laughs> kind of off guard. Okay. <laughs> um it's weird how that can sometimes be the hardest question to answer right yeah because it's like i have a million and one things in my mind some (laughs) things are a little too dark to talk about you know (laughs) some things shouldn't be discussed so it's like how do you answer that um well a few things have been on my mind i guess well for one you know typical adult life shit yeah what everybody thinks about sure money and you know Drugs, sex, uh, I get it. Yeah, drugs, sex, and rock and roll, yeah. things like that. <laughs> but one thing one thing that's been lingering in my mind a lot lately is I've been um, reminiscing like about the past a lot mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to like the fun adventures I used to go on. Like, for example, I, uh, I opened my laptop the other night before the thing took a shit. <laughs> and um, I was going through my pictures with Jonathan and... Um, me and him were, we, I came across pictures and videos from when I used to go like haunted house hunting mm-hmm. when I used to gather up my friends and I used to go, I used to find different haunted places and then we would wait till nighttime and we'd go there and investigate it and take pictures and read up on the history of it and go to certain places where things happened and all of that. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I really, really, really want to do it again. I want to start, but I want to start actually like documenting it, like taking better videos and actually like making something out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you expecting That's to find? That's what I've been thinking about lately. Huh? What are you expecting to find? Like realistically speaking, what are you expecting to find? Not really find anything. I mean, I don't think I'm going to see like. It's just more know, for the adventure. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think that. I'm going to see like a fucking spirit run by or some shit like that. <clears throat> but I mean, I just like to read up. Mm-hmm. on the history of these places and then go there and actually see where these things happened for myself you i get know? that yeah i get that you or know, to feel like to you know feel I'm that adrenaline buff. rush to feel that fear yeah i mean not really the fear for me but you know i'm a history buff, so i get that side of things like i like going to historical sites and seeing where things happened Mm-hmm. i get that side of it well that's cool so i guess that's one of my mind <laughs> that's awesome yeah so do you have a like a start date of when you plan on doing this or just whenever? No, no. And it's not going to be like, it's not going to be anything I'm going to be posting mm-hmm. you know, on you. social media or anything. Like that. It's, more, it's more for myself. It's a hobby for myself that I just used to like doing. I'm not sure when I'm going to start doing it, but um, I want to start doing it soon because it was fun. And I want to go with, um, I want to start going with Jonathan because he really wants to go. Yeah. He's not a bitch like me. And for people who don't know, Jonathan is my boyfriend, by the way. Yeah. Woo, got a boyfriend now. <laughs> yeah. That's something new. <laughs> no, that's good. I, I write. I went from whole life to no life yeah. because now I have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Same. 
You have a boyfriend? No, ever since I moved over oh. here, it's like no life. You went from whole life to no life. Yeah, well, I mean, over the course, over the cor- uh, the course of this podcast, I have been in two relationships, and been a absolute hoe. I don't know why I said <laughs> it that way. Who? Who? And uh, then I moved, and now it's like, yeah, let's read a book. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go to bed at nine. Yeah, let's. Ew, you became <laughs> the fifty-two-year-old grandpa that you've always been. <laughs> Thank Even you. more so now. Thank you for getting my age right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, I don't know what changed. Just something in me changed, and it's just, I just, I just want to come home and pet my cat and go to sleep early at a reasonable time. So, that's my life. Welcome to my fucking life. <laughs> Uh, as for me, what's been on my mind, um, I've been sick. I've, uh, I had an okay. ear infection. So Ew. this episode is actually a week late because I had an ear infection and I just could not do anything. I took some days off work. My face was swollen like crazy and the pain oh. was unbearable. I had never gotten an infection that bad. And then when I finally started getting better, my ear just kept leaking and it was disgusting. Ew. Yeah, it was so gross. I'm going to start calling you Leaky. <laughs> the Leak. Um, the Leak. Moon and the Leak. No. Um, <laughs> so, because of that, I I don't know. It's like my body caught some other infection and I got like sort of like flu symptoms. And, you know, I, I had fever and I was throwing up and stuff. So, one of those days, while I was just like leaning on the toilet, uh, post throw up, you know how you kind of like start to ponder? You start to uh, kind of like contemplate your life. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> so I started contemplating about how people throw up. So I'm the type of person who, who throws up and I, you know, I, I just leave the toilet seat down and I just stick my head in there and I just throw up and I'll, I'll like straight up relax on that thing. Like I put my cheek up against the Ew. seat and it's just kind of like, cause I'm already fucked up. You know, I'm already sick. I don't care about getting sicker. I'm already as bad as I'm going to get at that point. Yeah, but you don't want to put your your cheek on some fucking shit crumbs on the toilet. No, I mean, I'm pretty clean. I don't leave shit crumbs on my toilet seat. Th- there's just shit particles just floating all over the <sighs> there's bathroom. There's shit particles air. everywhere. Oh my god, stop it. I just got out of the shower and now I need to take another one. <laughs> there's shit particles on your toothbrush. Stop Keep that it. in mind. I'm I'm going to go buy a toothbrush for every day of the week. Guess what? Whenever someone farts, those are shit particles leaving their asshole. Just falling right, out of their ass. You just want me to kill You just want me to kill myself, don't you? <laughs> but anyway, that's what I do. I'll straight up just relax on that thing and just just kind of like let it all fall out of me. And I started thinking, how do other people do it? Like cuz I know that there are people who like stand up and throw up, which I don't understand how the fuck they do that. I know there are people who lift the toilet seat up and it's uh, for me, I don't know why, but that seems grosser to me. Like I need something to brace myself. And if there's no toilet seat, I'll just like dunk my head right into the toilet water. So how do you do it, Moon? How do you throw up? <laughs> wow, what a riveting conversation. <laughs> uh, why do you always got to talk about gross things, goddammit? I hate you. You bring it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I bring the gross out of you? You bring it out of me. Oh my god, I try to be like as... as- like hygienically clean as possible <laughs> yet i bring the gross out of you yes you. anyways yes, you do. you're at you are you're asking me at the right time because i literally just threw up two days ago and i haven't <laughs> and before that i hadn't thrown up in like i don't know a year longer maybe but i threw up a few days ago because i don't know i just had a migraine and it made me nauseous and whatever mm-hmm. um and it was not pleasant because i had just had a bunch of hot sauce before that Ooh. so it was not pleasant i just I uh, I bend over and throw up into the toilet. I don't sit down on the floor. You stand up and just. I yeah, I I bend. I stand up and bend over. And just like ninety degree angle, like you don't brace yourself on anything. You just let it fall out of your face. I mean, sometimes yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I'm like I'll grab onto the wall maybe or something, or I'll grab onto the top of the toilet. Yeah. But I unless I'm like deathly ill, I will not sit on the ground and put my face next to the toilet because the germs freak me out how do you aim i well i get as close as i can to the bowl you know so you're like actually 
You're like bending over like at a straight 90 degree angle and just fucking. <laughs> well, you know what? It's not that hard for me. I'm 5'2". Okay. It's easy for me to. <laughs> That's true. I forgot your, your center of gravity is lower to, to the ground. <laughs> it's harder for you to get down <clears throat> to the ground than it is me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got a, a whole fucking almost a foot on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, that's how I puke. I'm glad that that information is out in the world now. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's like you're, like you're like you're like a like a like an airplane bomber just dropping your bomb <laughs> onto the toilet. It's like like what if you miss your you target? Throw, <laughs> for all you throw up fetishists out there, you're welcome. Yeah, he, and here's the throw up noise. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, thirty bucks a bottle. <laughs> Did you hear about? We talked about it on the podcast uh, last episode. But there's this girl, uh, Belle Delphine, I believe her name is, uh, on on Instagram. She's a oh, gamer I know girl. Who she is. So I know who she is. She started selling her bathwater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I've definitely heard about that. Yeah. No, we we talked about it last week on the podcast, and it's just it it went in, it became a whole fucking thing, and um, <laughs> we went into a whole I like tangent. Her. I I that was the first time I ever heard about her, and I was just kind of like, you know, she's like. At first, I was kind of like, wow, like, she's scamming people. And then I started, like, going through her Instagram and shit. And I was kind of like, no, like, that's, it's obviously a, a joke thing. Like, she's, like, memeing on these people. It's, fuck it. Like, she's hey. funny. She's got a personality. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, you know, it's not scamming if these idiots know exactly what they're buying and they're paying for it. Yeah. And, and I mean, the the <laughs> reason why I was thinking that, that uh, she was scamming people is because some, like, scientist fucking dude ran tests on the water. And he real he discovered that there is no fecal matter, there is no skin cells in it, there is like no evidence that she was ever in it. So it's like she, for all we know, she fucking ran the tap and just put these little vials under the tap, and oh. it's just there. Game of girl bathwater. Fucking stupid, but she's living the dream. Yeah, I, I, mean, I told Jonathan, I was like, hey, can I sell my bodily fluids online? You he should. Was like, no. Why? I'm like, please. I would make a bank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, she she's she's living the fucking dream right now. Shit. If if uh, I like her. If uh if if a significant other of mine ever asked me to do something like that, I'd be fuck it, man. <laughs> Just share the wealth. <laughs> DM me for feet pics. <laughs> you know, no one ever DMs me for feet pics. All I ever get is dick pics on my. Oh my I, god. I get, I get quest- on my Instagram. I get questions. I get like random like people trying to advertise something, and I get dick pics. Why are people sending you dick pics? Like out of all people, I'm, they sent us dick pics when you were in the podcast too. Just, I'm starting to think oh. that it was less about you and more about me. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I, I get them more want, now. <laughs> yeah, I think people just want to clap your cheeks and not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, of clapping cheeks, clapping I mean we all cheeks. know we all know about the uh, Area 51, uh, the rated Area 51 yeah. Facebook event that's yeah. happening in September. So there's a new one going on now because people seem to have already forgotten about it. Raid the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> Are people stupid? Oh, yeah. Let me let's let raid me... the White House while we're at it. <laughs> let me let me Google this real quick because I am. It was gonna be one of my stories for this week, but uh, but I didn't end up choosing it. But now since we're here, uh, this is from uh, Newsweek.com. Says a joke Facebook event called an on alien hunters to raid the secretive Area 51 base has spawned an even more ambitious rival that is beginning to capture <laughs> attention. One calling for people to storm the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us now, has 1.4 million people who say they will attend. Despite the event's comedic intentions, the U.S. Air Force warned anyone turning up in the Nevada desert that it stands ready to protect America and its assets. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, everybody's about to get their assets shot up. Watch. Yeah, they're about to get their ass cheeks clapped. Now <laughs> they're gonna get their ass cleats. Ass cleats! Oh my god! Their ass, ass cle- cheeks clapped by bullets. Watch. <laughs> now a second event titled "Storm the Bermuda Triangle." It can't swallow all of us. Has sprung up slated <laughs> for October first, and over forty thousand have said they may attend the event in the middle of the large, infamous body of water. Anthony Dominic Carnival, the Facebook events organizer, who is also apparently seeking to raise money through donations, wrote that he is trying to assemble live music, food, and entertainment. <laughs> Attendees must dress as SpongeBob characters or pirates. I'll provide the boats and scuba gear. Just bring weed and a lot of beer and whiskey, he added. Jesus Christ. 
paste. Yeah. While we're at, you know, while we're at it, who's trying to infiltrate hell? Y'all ready? Yeah, let's. <laughs> Let's uh. I'm down. Let's go. Storm the devil hell. Can't kill all of us, right? <laughs> Storm hell. They he can't, can't burn all of us. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So people are so. People are so fucking stupid. And here's the thing, I know that people are actually gonna show up to this Area 51 thing. Like everybody, I hear people being like, "Oh no, nobody's gonna show up. Like it's just a meme." Okay, but with memes come people who take them a little too far. And you know damn well that the people who are going to show up to the Area 51 thing, they're just going to be nothing but a bunch of cringy edgelords. Yes. Dressed in, like, Nar- Naruto gear and shit. <laughs> because that's the thing. Be- uh, because uh, the people who are supposed to infiltrate are supposed to Naruto run because that's going to stop the bullets from hitting them somehow. Right. <laughs> it's I'll- fucking amazing. Yeah, I saw the little <laughs> diagram of it saying, like, oh, the people are – the Kyles are going to yeah, be the over Kyles. here. And- <laughs> <laughs> I I volunteer to be one of the Kyles. I'll, I'll bring a lot of Monster Energy drinks. <laughs> Just run right to it. <laughs> no, but you you see, I I don't think it's dumb. Like I think it's I think it's hilarious. I think no, it's, it's funny. It's, it's really dumb funny. in a in a funny way. And honestly, I think what's gonna like, uh, happen from this is that it's going to become <laughs> like a sort of uh, tradition, like a sort of convention <laughs> from now, <laughs> uh, like a, an an alien con, like you were saying earlier. And, I will uh, go to that alien con and I will clap some alien cheeks. <laughs> that is the funniest thing. I have never heard anyone say clap cheeks before. And now it's my favorite phrase ever. <laughs> You're so behind on meme culture. Ever. I always have been. <laughs> like you hear about things two years later. And you're like, wow, that phrase is really funny. Have you guys heard of this epic, la, epic meme, man? Like, it is that's lit. You. It is lit, whips. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think the funniest part about all of this is, <laughs> I think the funniest part about all of this is the seriousness in the US government versus the stupid assholes who are <laughs> making this all <laughs> they're like hey you come at us we will protect our assets <laughs> hey we're gonna kill all of you and then yeah. the meme lords are like oh, I'm suicidal anyways lol <laughs> yeah. and the government is just like raging it's just yeah yeah I think it's it's, it's the perfect like contrast of of boomers and millennial like humor like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's amazing i love i love the the people who did this and now the storm area uh i mean storm uh, the bermuda triangle it's not gonna get as popular as storm area 51 because obviously it's a cop no, definitely not. it's not gonna get as popular but it's hilarious to me that they're, <laughs> that they're doing it um <laughs> but, but but moving on for a story of the day moon it is no secret that our country is riddled with problems right now Oh God! Here, yeah. Where are we going with this? Yeah, gas prices are going up. The mm-hmm. housing market is getting out of control. Uh, yep. I'd, I'm gonna live in a box. I already <laughs> planned it. Walmart only opens three lanes at a time. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> there is one problem, however, that seems to overshadow a few others. That okay. is cyberbullying. We've all gone down on the comment section what? of a YouTube video or Facebook post and seen the horrible and mean things that I write. Well. Instagram is taking the initiative and just announced a new feature that analyzes the comment you wrote and asks, are you sure you want to post this? Really? Really. In the example that they shared, they have a user writing, you are so ugly and stupid. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, I don't know about you, but this sounds to me like they're trying to be mean. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Instagram believes that this new anti-bullying tool, which prompts users to pause and consider what they are saying, could, curb, uh, could help curb abuse on the platform. The company said it will soon roll out an additional tool called Restrict, designed to help teens filter abusive comments without resorting to blocking others. A blunt move that could have repercussions in the real word, world, which I agree with. Um, basically, it's like, like you're blocking people. someone without them knowing that you blocked them. And uh, oh, okay. this new feature, uh, Restrict, could restrict a user's comments, which pretty much hides them from everyone except the user who wrote the comment. Uh, they can be approved later on, and then they'll be visible. But it's a way to practically block them without know- them knowing, which can be useful, especially like for kids in school and stuff. You know, people who uh, these kids who who see their bullies and stuff. Uh, so yeah, so I mean that that's the story. What do you think about this new feature? I personally think it's you know, I mean the the are you sure you're going to post this? I think that's pretty dumb. But the restrict feature, I think, could definitely be useful. I mean, it's okay. I agree with the whole restrict thing. That's pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. They they don't know that they're blocked, so they don't try to retaliate because 
numerous times I've had the this issue where I've blocked somebody like a guy for being creepy or something. And then they get mad. And then yeah, they get mad and they come on to another social media of mine or they will make another account or whatever it is and just go off and, yeah. and act crazy, you know? So I think that's a pretty cool feature. But I don't know, just like <clears throat> all these restrictions that all of these websites are coming up with now, I think it's it's getting kind of ridiculous, especially like YouTube, you know? Like like Instagram, I don't I'm not really on it. I don't know much about Instagram. I'm on it, I'm on it sometimes, but I'm not like crazy on there like some people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm noticing that they're starting to take people's accounts down for the stupidest things on Instagram. Yeah. And then they can't get them back, you know, so they lose everything they have, their followers and everything. They're doing that with YouTube and they're doing that with Facebook. Okay. For example, Facebook, I went on there and I go on the Facebook market like um, because I'm a 50 year old lady. I go on Facebook <laughs> market a lot because I like to sell things on there. And um, I had got a message from some man and he was like being he was like, oh, hey, I'm interested in buying your bras. Um, they were never used. They were new bras. And he's like, oh, I'm interested in buying them uh, for my girlfriend. I was like, OK, sure. Yeah. Um, where would you like to meet? Blah, blah, blah. We talked for a little bit. And he's like, oh, uh, how about we meet in a parking lot? And I have a, I have a big this motherfucker said I have a big white van as if that's not a red flag. Right. Right away. Mm hmm. He's like, I have a big white van. You can meet me there. Uh, my girlfriend's going to be in the back of the van. She wants to try on the bras in front of you. And I was like, why? No, n- no, I'm not okay with that. Yeah, and just, anyways, just buy the thing and short, go. Yeah. Huh? Just buy the thing and go. Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Long story short, he, he was, I could tell he wasn't really interested in buying them. He was just being a creep. He started yeah. sending me pictures of like nude women from like porns obvious porns and stuff like that it's like this is my girlfriend so i took screenshots of all that stuff i blocked out the titty nipples and then i went on facebook market and i posted the screenshots and i said hey look out for this guy he's messaging women he's being a creep blah 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 i got banned for 24 hours on facebook for posting that because it's explicit for posting, imagery. but i i blocked out the titty nipples you know mm. but Things like that, ex- like examples like that, you know, where Facebook doesn't even review it. They are, or YouTube or Instagram, they don't even review it. They just are like, oh, you posted this thing. It might be graphic. It might be bad. So I'm just going to ban you. I'm just going to block you. I'm just going to take down your channel, whatever it may be. I think that this stuff is, is getting too much. People are getting too PC and it's, there's like no freedom, freedom of speech anymore on any website. It feels like, yeah. just, you know, without being restricted or blocked, or muted, or whatever. Yeah, um, but I mean, in this specific case, I mean, to play devil's advocate, usually the way that these systems work is that someone reported what you mm-hmm. what you put up, and then, yeah, like, they Facebook automatically takes it down. Then if you, you try to appeal it, they might have restored it again. Um, but uh, I do agree that about, about things becoming too PC, nowadays because people are afraid of offending anyone like i saw a post on facebook the other day of this woman uh holding up a a christmas sweater that said ocd obsessive uh christmas disorder Mm -hmm. and she wrote something about oh i'm really happy that uh you are using my disease to market christmas stuff (laughs) and then it was like a picture of this one dude with with uh with only one leg and he had a he he was he took a picture of himself at a store with a Christmas sweater that had a gingerbread man with a broken leg. And then another oh picture God. of him wearing the sweater <laughs> and pretty much saying like, like, like suck it up pussy. Like it's, it's just a fucking sweater. Get over it. Like certain things definitely are um, like people get, are looking for a reason to get offended. And, yeah. and these companies are catering to these people way too much. Yeah. On the other hand, though, markets uh, like public markets like like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and stuff, they are not the places for uh, for graphic imagery. So I understand why they automatically take that stuff down. And then once you appeal it, you know, say, hey, I mean, this this there's a reason why I posted this shit. Then an actual human looks at it and is like, oh, okay, there's nothing wrong with it. And then they put it back up. Well, here's the thing is that I'm not even talking about just graphic imagery. I'm talking about people like like specifically on YouTube, people cussing 
mm-hmm. is now getting their videos taken down. People I have seen that. talking talking about serious subjects like you know talking about their abuse stories or trying to raise awareness for suicide or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, there's there's flag words that get them demonetized. Yeah. Yeah. Or or straight up just taken down. Like other companies can claim certain things and get it taken down. Mm-hmm. And on on Facebook too, you can say, oh, you know, appeal it or whatever. A lot of the time they still don't even do anything or they don't even get to it because there's so many people, there's so many instances where this happens every single day. Mm-hmm. And people are getting banned for posting memes that aren't even explicit. Yeah. You know? And it's it's just... It's what I mean by it's getting so fucking ridiculous. I mean, I agree that people who post explicit shit, like, you know, should get repercussions for it. They should get banned or whatever it is. But memes, really, or bad words or whatever it is... Yeah. No, I definitely agree with, uh, with the words <laughs> and stuff. Like... If there is some asshole that is spouting a bunch of hatred and a bunch of bullshit about, you know, uh, just in general, just a bunch of hatred. If he, if that asshole can do it publicly, I should be allowed to post something funny making fun of him. Yeah. It's freedom of speech. Freedom of speech goes both ways. Like something that I see time and time again on the comment section is like, oh, uh, I pissed you snowflakes, but freedom of speech, I can say whatever I want and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, I mean, yeah, there's something we can do about it. We can give you shit for it and <laughs> it's freedom of speech. It works both ways. We are allowed to defend our position, you fucking moron. Or block your ass. Or block yeah. your ass, yeah. <laughs> and I love blocking people. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a huge thing. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking all about the Facebook gossip. Like, not with my own, like, not with people that I know, but sometimes like I'll see that someone posts a like a political video, and I'll go to the comment section on purpose because. Oh yeah. It's just. <laughs> I just like seeing the, the fucking yeah the all the arguments and then, you know I'm I'm a middle ground person so there are people on both sides with points that I agree and I was like oh yeah that person I agree with that person oh I agree with that person over there oh I agree with this person, <laughs> but uh overall it's just a bunch of fucking morons just, arguing for the sake of yeah. arguing and not listening to the other side and it's hilarious my side is right nobody else is yeah but anyway oh, that's are fake. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing that uh that instagram is doing now and yeah that restrict feature i think is is it, it, it'll it'll be useful i like it yeah the other thing is like are you sure you want to post this i mean if, if someone's trying to be <laughs> mean they're gonna be mean yeah they're not gonna be like you know what instagram I might rethink it just because you asked me. Yeah, that. no, they're, they're trying to hurt feelings. Anyway, moving on. You ready for a fucked up story? Yes. Okay. So there's a lesson that I learned at an early age that the 37 year old man in this story didn't learn up, up until just recently. So this lesson is you don't look through your parents' stuff. Oh, no. You just don't. Uh, you never know what you're going to find. You know, it, it could be a fetus in the freezer. It could be, you know, like ginormous dildos in, in underwear drawers. It could be, you know, you you could find out that your mom likes the kinkiest shit that you've never even thought of because your mother is a saint in your eyes. And it's just. I know exactly what story you're going to talk about right now. Yeah, you do? Yep. I know that. I I read it. I heard it. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. The 37-year-old man in this story, he's from Missouri. He was going through his recently deceased mother's things in her apartment when he found a box in her freezer, which he thought his entire life was a wedding cake top. Spoiler, (laughs) it wasn't a wedding cake top. It was a frozen fetus. Oh, my God. He obviously freaked the fuck out and called Mm -hmm. the police right away. After some investigation, it turns out that the fetus was his oldest sister. And the mother had oh kept God. it in the freezer for at least 40 years. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I found baby teeth in my mom's drawers, and that freaked me out. I can only imagine finding a fucking fe- <laughs> 40-year-old fetus. Uh, jokes aside, there is an ongoing investigation because they it, it, is, it is suspect that the reason the mother kept this fetus in the freezer is because she had something to do with the death. So... Uh, police urge anyone with information to call the homicide division at 314-444-5371 or crime stoppers at 866-371-TIPS that is 866-371-8477 so yeah fucked up story it's uh it's, it's a shorty but a goodie 
And the lesson to be learned is don't look through your parents' shit. <laughs> I have a feeling that, I don't know, just, just my um, speculation or whatever, mm. I have a feeling that what had happened might have been something along the lines of she had the baby, uh, the baby died on accident. Maybe it was her doing. Mm-hmm. And she maybe was afraid of burying it because mm-hmm. of it being found coming back to her. Or maybe she was just so emotionally attached to the fetus that she was, that she kept it, you know, because it was maybe made her feel better. Maybe it was sentimental to keep it, which isn't okay. It just, no, that's what I'm, I feel like might have happened. And, you know, knowing nothing out of the story aside from what I just read. I feel like that's probably the the most likely scenario that there there was she couldn't bear getting rid of it, so yeah, she kept and, it in the freezer the for forty years where it, was, it touched the ice cream and the frozen pick uh, frozen <laughs> broccoli and peas and stuff. It was just one fetus. It wasn't multiple because if it was multiple, then it would have raised red flags for maybe foul play. But because it was only one, yeah, it seems like that might be a likely scenario. And you know, for all we know, she might have used it as a popsicle. Just take it out and lick it every now and again. And just put Jonathan, it back in. I mean, Alberto. I was about to call you Jonathan. I was going to go, Jonathan. <laughs> that is not Alberto. my name. <laughs> I know. I'm just. God, I can't stand you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, it's a fucked up story. I can't help making jokes uh, in light of a fucked up situation. You know me. I've always been that that way. <laughs> um, I have one more story for today. And that is a, it's it's a it's a new app. It's an up and coming app. It's not really out to the public yet, but it's, you know, bear with me. Marriage pacts are basically a promise to settle down and get married if you haven't found someone by a certain age. And mm-hmm. sure, it, it might mean that you're settling for someone, but being alone doesn't fit everyone. Not everyone wants to be alone. Um, and there there isn't a willing foot for every foot fetishist. I should know. <laughs> Besides, if you enjoy each other's company, why not do it? I mean, you're not said making a marriage pact with someone you hate, you know? <clears throat> well, these sort of packs might start to become more popular in today's world due to the decision paralysis that dating apps like Tinder bring in with their endless choices of potential partners. And that is what two Stanford classmates named Sophia Sterling Angus and Liam McGregor realized when they decided to create a survey to find their classmates' perfect matches. So, they thought, what if rather than presenting people with a limitless array of attractive photos, they radically shrank the dating pool? What if they gave people one match based on core values rather than many matches based on interests, which can change, or physical attraction, which can fade? Quote, there are a lot of superficial things that people prioritize in short-term relationships that kind of work against their search for the one, McGregor said. As you turn that dial and look at five-month, five-year, or five-decade relationships, what matters really, really changes. If you're spending 50 years with someone, I think you get past their height. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so there was an issue, though. How the fuck are they going to sell the idea of a long-term relationship to a bunch of people in their late teens and early 20s when people aren't really looking for that at that point? They sell it as a backup plan. And uh, their match could be the person that they marry if they don't find someone else. They named it the marriage pact. I really like that idea. I mean, I right? obviously, I, I think there's, you know, it's kind of, it's a bad idea, but it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Honestly. I mean, obviously, you'd meet up with the person hang out and see if it's a click and stuff, you know, Yeah. whatever. I mean, it's, it's just a, it's another, it's another dating app. It's another way to meet someone that you otherwise probably wouldn't. That's true. The way it works is you take a detailed quiz, which determines your personality type and what you're looking for in a partner and match. And it matches you with someone based on that. So it's fairly simple, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when the results were finally released, people were horrified. Why? The algorithm had matched lots of students with their exes, with their friends, significant oh. others, <laughs> and even with their siblings. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that it, it obviously had a, a a pretty huge flaw. But Sophia and Liam, they were fucking ecstatic. 
because their app worked. Um, it obviously needed tweaks, but the fact that it was matching people based on core values rather than some swiping mechanism, um, it 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 was working, you know. Um, but yeah, it needs tweaks. No one wants to match with their brother or sister. It's not Alabama. <laughs> but the matching algorithm did its job perfectly, and the changes that are needed were fairly minor. Uh, one student, Sienna Stryber wrote a poem about the event which reads, "'Twas the week before finals and all through the farm. The marriage pact wreaked havoc and sounded alarms. All the straight girls were sad and the gay ones were sadder. And that one dude at late not thought, why does it matter? As emails were opened, the messages sent. I wondered where all of my study time went. But no matter, we thought as we pulled out our phones, looking for someone to marry or bone. Oh my god. <laughs> so, the marriage pact is now in, in its third year, uh, all of this happened in uh, the, the the original results came out in 2017. It's going into its third year now, and the creators uh, plan to expand to other schools in the near future. So it started in Stanford, and it was all uh, a complete Stanford thing. Had about 4,000 people try out the app, which is a pretty good pool for you know at the be- the very beginning. Oh yeah. After that, uh, last year it expanded over to Oxford, which raised their their numbers up to around 7,000. And now they are planning on going to Dartmouth, Princeton, and the University of Southern California, which, uh, along with other schools, which should obviously boost their numbers up more. And uh, obviously, this app is still in its infancy, and we won't really know the long-term results until many, many years from now. But what do you think? That's such a cool idea, right? I love, I love that idea. I mean, you know, obviously, Tinder is is very superficial it's very based on looks but hey i mean you can still find love on there that's how i found my man i'm just saying <laughs> yeah no i mean you you can obviously find love wherever it's, i mean but tinder like but, the, these swiping apps they're more meant to be a, a game like a like a sort of a like a slot machine sort of thing you know oh, no, you, I, I you agree. swipe and swipe and swipe and it's more meant it's more geared towards uh like hookup culture like, and yeah, you, it is yeah, meant you, to keep you on the app Exactly, and and but I really like this idea. It's so, uh, I mean, besides you know matching it with like, siblings and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, this would be fixed. I mean, it doesn't mean like, oh, I matched with my brother. Guess I have to fuck him now. No, like, I, and I mean that was just the very beginning. <laughs> they were testing it out since they've they fixed it, and they've uh you know they've had people meet up. Obviously, not every relationship works, or not every match turns into a relationship. Yeah. I mean, this girl Sienna Stryber, uh, she went on a date with a dude, and they liked each other, and then like over the pe- the next year, they kind of like lost touch with each other. It happens, but it's the fact that they meet someone who they probably wouldn't otherwise, and the fact that they already have. Uh, so many similarities, not just in interests, but in core values. You know the the things that really matter. And I really like that. Yeah, I think I think it's awesome, and I I mean, if it ever comes out to the public, I'd be so willing to try it out. It sounds. I'll try it. I'm already in a relationship, but I'll try it out too, just to see. <laughs> Your backup plan, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, uh, it it sounds like an upgraded OK Cupid. Yes, and the reason why that is is because when OK Cupid come out. Because OkCupid is actually one of the oldest uh, dating websites, mm-hmm. um, and when it came out, it was it was obviously it's meant to make money, yeah. But it was honestly trying to match people with with people who are similar to them through uh, all of these questions, these questionnaires, these surveys, these um, kind of gauging people's interests, engaging uh, their similarities, uh, even with questions like "Would you ever fuck a cousin?" and stuff like that. Um. And that's something that dating apps lost as they went along. Like, POF doesn't have that. Tinder doesn't have that. So, this this marriage pack seems more along the lines of OkCupid okay back when it was still a young website. Back when, uh, it's kind of doing what dating apps or dating websites should be like. You yeah. know? Like, you're or, trying to find somebody to date, trying to find a partner. Uh-huh. Or like matchmakers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 pretty awesome. I I am fully uh, for this this um this this app. I mean, I hope I really do hope it comes to um you know to to the general public at some point soon. So you can finally find somebody to put up with your bitch ass. Yeah, it would be great to find someone who put up with my foot fetish. 
How's, how's it going over there, Moon? Looks like you're struggling. It's, it's really hot in my room because you made me turn off my air conditioning. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I'm sweating too. It's hot over here too. I don't want to hear it, Mr. 85 degrees. Fuck off. <laughs> but it's humid. Yeah, well, it's nasty over here. <laughs> uh, just for those of you wondering why it sounds so different, uh, Moon had to take off her earphones to charge her phone because her phone doesn't have a headphone jack because it's dumb. Yes. Yeah. No, my phone has a headphone jack, but the the earphones that I'm using are the iPhone earphones, so they plug into the place where you charge it, oh, your phone. Lame. And the reason I'm not on my laptop on the microphone is because my laptop is a piece of shit, and <laughs> it uh, committed suicide. Seppuku. So that is why I sound like such a piece of shit right now. That's okay. I forgive you for being a piece of shit. <laughs> Thank you. At least somebody does. <laughs> Well, it is time to close out this episode of the uh, no. podcast. The time has come. This is the end. At least I get to put my air conditioning back on. That is true. But before <laughs> we go, I do have to bring something up to attention. Uh, this actually happened yesterday and today. Um, So, you know, we're going to get serious, but... uh. This is just, I mean, I got this information literally from my GPS app. Um, so I'm going to read it straight out of there. But uh, yesterday, a man armed with a rifle opened fire at a Walmart store in El Paso, Texas on Saturday, killing 20 people and wounding 26 others as panic shoppers and employees scurried for cover before the gunman surrendered to police at the scene. That was yesterday. And then, um, then today... A gunman dressed in body armor opened fire in the downtown district of Dayton, Ohio, which is about three hours away from me, uh, early on Sunday, killing nine people and wounding at least 26 others. Authorities said in the second deadly mass shooting in the United States in less than a day. Um, so these mass shootings have become more and more popular in recent years. And the fact that we had two major ones within 24 hours of each other is really fucking scary. And especially because it's, I mean, it's three hours away from me, but it's a lot closer than, I don't know. The fact that it's close uh, makes it feel real. You know, like, I mean, it is real, but it's like, it's scary. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not even trying to say anything. I'm not trying to push anything. I just wanted to bring attention to these things that happened. And just, I just want to tell you all to be very careful, be very vigilant. Um, just always tell someone where you're going. Always just, I don't know, just be careful. Know where the exits are and all that. Um, we live in a scary time. And just here's hoping that, that things do end up getting better. The... The news stories are still very, very fresh. They're still very, very new. Not much information is out there. So we don't know exactly what happened aside from obviously two people, two men went into these two places and shot the place up. But, um, yeah, just, um, you know, it, it just tell the people that you love that you love them. And, you know, make, make sure that, that they know that you care about them and, you know, hug someone today. Just you know, obviously, our thoughts go out to all the, all the people who were affected by this. But yeah, um, I didn't know whether or not to talk about that today. I didn't really want to end the podcast on such a sad note, but uh, I feel like it's important to let people know. <clears throat> so, obviously, if you have any information as to what happened, please contact police. Um, but yeah, this is where I will end the, the podcast. Um, if you like what we do, please, you know, go support us on our social medias. You know, you know where to find us, uh, tell people about the show and, um, yeah, Moon, thank you very much for joining me today. It was a real pleasure having you back. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. I'm definitely down to feature on it whenever you'd like because I really 
I really missed this. Yeah, I missed and it I, too. Whenever you want. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks to anybody who listens today to my yapping. <laughs> <laughs> As always, this has been the Millennials Podcast. Tell someone that you love them. Tell everyone that you love. Let them know that you love them. Because you never know what's going to happen. So yeah, talk to you guys next time. Bye.